this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Total Bellas After Show. We are getting close to the end, but they finally confirmed that we still have four episodes left, which means there's not going to be just 10 episodes this season. There's going to be 12. I'm so excited to be here with my lovely crew and to talk about more Bella drama. There actually wasn't much drama this episode. It was a little bit more chill. But with me, like always, she loves women's wrestling, Emily May. Hey, everyone. We're, we're, I, I still always find the drama, Leslie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's not too, too big as we've it's seen before. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm still missing a little bit because I love the drama. But mm-hmm. he loves drama as well. And he is the leader of the Bella Army, Mr. Brian Santos. Hello. So excited to be here as usual. Love this episode. It was really fun. Brie, get it together, girl. <laughs> <laughs> For real. And then the total diva of our panel. He's always dyeing his hair pink or different <laughs> colors. Ollie Drennan. Yes, of course. You know, I'm supporting Natty always. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think we're just missing the drama from Mama Bella. Where is she? Where she is yes. She? Give Mama Bella a she story. Always <laughs> she always arrives. She always arrives. Hashtag give Mama Bella a chance. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. We're going to start that movement yeah. now. <laughs> But there's so much to talk about. A lot of complicated situations with Nikki. Nikki, you are Mm -hmm. doing too much for me. But let's go ahead and start with this revelation that Nikki finally has her house. I want to know your thoughts, Ollie, on this beautiful house and the tradition to have a black cat walk through your door. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. I I used to have a black cat and I think they're they're amazing. I support this tradition, Artem. Obviously, they had to like work around it with the dog dressed up as, as a cat, but it was cute. I love that Nikki is like finding cute, quirky ways to support Artem. You know, she always wants to give back because they're such a great pair and he's supportive of her. So it just 
Nikki, Artem, y'all need a roommate because I am like, ah, I, yes. the house is looking cute. And then we can have Brie as like the neighbor, obviously. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's, it's cute. I'm really happy that things are progressing and it's cool to see. Like, I'm like, okay, let's get to the baby progressing, pr- progressive moment. Cause that's what I want to <laughs> see, you know, but it's cool. Yeah. I'm very happy for them. I feel like uh, one of us has to apply to be like a live-in nanny or something <laughs> like that. I want to be their assistant, honestly, like. <laughs> Brian, I think you'll be a great assistant. You're always on top of everything that they're doing. But speaking <laughs> of that, we open up with JJ being included in the conversation. They're at the bar, of course, having a good time. Brian, your thoughts on what JJ said about how the Bellas are going to get into it now that they're neighbors. That is so true. And obviously, we saw it played out in this episode. But JJ literally called it. You know, obviously, he knows his sister so well. So he's like, you guys are going to just, you already get each other's throats when you live a state away, let alone when you live right next door, you know? So it's obviously just going to create more more tension because they're going to see each other more often, you know? So yeah. I love how JJ just called it. He's like, you guys have fun with that, but <laughs> I know you're going to fight all the time. Exactly. And we have a new nickname for Nikki. It's called the Bone Crusher. Emily, your <laughs> thoughts on that? Not my question. <laughs> you're right. because she is obviously not thinking whether she can have kids or not but before that let's get into the huge argument pretty much the basis of this show the pool gate really we're talking about a- we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Pool gate, <laughs> where Bree now feels like she has the say on Nikki's new house. Brian, your thoughts on how mm-hmm. Bree and Brian went to the store to even try to purchase this without her consent? It's so funny. I think it's just because Brian has that relationship with Nikki. Like, he's so comfortable with her. But I feel like he, his personality, like, seeing him on the show, I feel like he would be like, no, don't do that. That's dumb. But I think just his, his mm-hmm. relationship with Nikki, he was okay with it. But gosh, like, I'm sure we're going to talk about it more with Bree. But just this entire situation was so far over the line. Like, Bree does <laughs> not understand boundaries. Like, no. Like, Girl, she brought the signs. She literally went and got the price quote for the yeah, pool kit. Like, no. the boundaries were non-existent. So I'm like, Bree, girl. Yeah. There are property lines and boundary <laughs> lines <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> and she was not following any of them. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Emily, were you surprised, though, that Nikki kind of considered, considered it once she realized that there was a Louis Vuitton gate that she couldn't install in her house you guys that's not real I know. <laughs> that was a whole thing just to get her to think about maybe getting one mm-hmm. uh brie was just trying to like i think they were like they're, they're playing a trick on her of like yeah there's one yeah you can get a custom one built but 
I'm not surprised that they're trying to like get her to do it. Uh, yeah. I just, I feel like it's such a sister thing to do to like insert yourself in business that is not your business to get involved in. I feel like mm-hmm. this whole family has this habit of doing that. So I feel like this was just another moment where it's like, come on, breathe. Like she's like, you can't just be happy for your sister for one mm-hmm. second about getting this new house. And I feel like there was some jealousy moments. I'm going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. When they were the house. I feel like there were some moments where, <laughs> the tea. Nikki, where Nikki was already, uh, or Brie was already nitpicking about every little thing about, oh, the, the, that you're going to like, Birdie's going to fall off the bar stools and mm-hmm. like, oh, it's not like safe. And I was like, it's not your house. So mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it's not your choice to make. Sorry. We have, no, you're good. We do have to understand, though, that they are really close. The twins always give each other their opinion, whether they ask for it or not. So, Ollie, do you understand where Brie is coming from, where she's just concerned for Birdie and how she could have an accident? I mean, it makes sense. You know, she is a first-time mom, so she's obviously extra cautious with that. But do you get her side of the the story, kind of? Yeah, it's like always take care of Birdie. She is like the pride and joy of you as a mom. But at the same time, Birdie's always watched. I feel like Birdie's always yeah. you know, in protection, like being protected. No one's ever leaving Birdie like unattended. That's just like not the case in this family, in this household. And mm-hmm. every, so I feel like Birdie's just always being watched. So it's not like Birdie's going to like go sneak out of her room, go like at her age right now in this moment. Yeah. Like I don't see her going over to Nikki's like by herself or yeah. like, <laughs> Her, 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 right. her being alone how is she gonna get there how is she going yeah, to ever exactly. be alone? She has to be pretty smart right they could do something like that but like you have to get through multiple doors right multiple yeah. gates get like latches that are probably pretty high up that she's not mm-hmm. gonna reach like mm-hmm. you kind of have to like like i get there's emotional emotion attached to it for yeah. Brie is being a first-time mom being super protective but also there's a balance of like just rational thinking right who was said in this episode, which was like, that's just on you to watch Birdie because yeah. like all these crazy precautions is just like, girl, just watch Birdie. Like she's not yeah. going to fall into the pool if you just watch her. So yeah. right. <laughs> Speaking of that, Brian, we do see JJ give his input when they went to the food and wine festival. And mm-hmm. he was pretty much like, nope, that's not your house. That's not, it's, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to do anything. You're not allowed to yeah. take it. So props to JJ for stepping <laughs> up and taking Nikki's side. And then Brie comes back with like, I always get what I want. Were you surprised, <laughs> Brian, that Nikki actually ended up giving her what she wanted and getting a temporary one and a pool cover? I do. I was surprised that Nikki gave in because honestly, it just goes back to the communication. Like if Nikki was going to give mm-hmm. it in the beginning, like literally the episode would have just been out the window because <laughs> there would have been no conflict. Um, but I, so I definitely was surprised that in the end, she was just like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. I'll get the, I'll get the pool cover. Um, but, you know, I guess she kind of she kind of met her in the middle and she was like, I guess I'll get one that's, you know, that's nice. That'll add to my thing. Because I think uh, Brie, uh, Nikki was very validated in her note about she was just like, it's going to throw off the whole look I have. This is a brand new mm-hmm. house. I want it to look great. I want it to look a certain way. And if you have pool signs and you have pool gates, it's going to look like a public pool. So that's definitely <laughs> where she was coming from. So I guess she was able to find a way that it would work for her in the new house. So, yeah. 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 I, mean, I, I get compromising, but it just felt so like. It, like so invasive to mm-hmm. just like be mm-hmm. like make that like force her to do something like that yep. but hey 
that's the Bella family. That's kind <laughs> of totally, I get it. I'm just saying it like, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking of, you know, Nikki did consider the fact that she loves her nieces. She wouldn't want anything to happen to them. So she's obviously going to take that precaution. So props to you, Nikki, for being such a good aunt. And little do you know, you're about to have your kid yourself. So you're going to need it anyways. <laughs> exactly there you go (laughs) maybe that yeah maybe that 30 grand dropping 30 grand on that (laughs) that ugly gate thing for the pool Mm -hmm. is gonna work out fine Mm -hmm. so everyone's gonna be happy happy exactly (laughs) but speaking of having kids we obviously have to walk through nikki's journey before um she finds out that she is pregnant we see her actually thinking about her future and how she is getting older and it's going to be harder for her to have kids. So Ali, I want to get your opinion on how she went to a doctor appointment without Artem and how obviously Mama Bella was there and good thing Mama Bella is there or else we know Nikki would fill out those um, documents with some stuff that the doctors really don't need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, <laughs> I feel so useless in this conversation because like, obviously I don't have kids. I don't know if I want kids. I don't, I'm not in a relationship, but I think it's just like huge, like, well, like your thoughts on like, yeah, no, I think it's like, it stems from just like the issue of like dating when you're in your thirties or in your mid thirties or maybe in your forties, whatever. There is that issue of maybe if you do want a family, if you're, if you're one, one, uh, one lover wants a family one doesn't so how are we going to tackle this oh maybe i should freeze my eggs but also then i want to fertilize them do i want to fertilize them with artem so Mm -hmm. i think i think it is really hard and i feel like i think there is like the stigma of being married and i i feel bad like i want the best for artem and nikki but i i don't think marriage is like the end all be all like i feel like i feel like you could still be together you know like not having that marriage like I feel like they just need to like slow down a little bit at the same time because I feel like this mm-hmm. is such a like I'm, I'm rooting for them but it's there's just so many like issues that are being like thrusted at us and thrusted yeah. at them so it, it's really hard to process everything because there's a lot yeah. to take into consideration yeah. but I do well, feel I feel for Artem because Artem obviously wants kids and then Nikki is I don't want Nikki to feel pressured of having kids but yeah. you know she's just trying to look out for her future if she does want kids you know so and, it's yeah. tough yeah yeah definitely and think about it also they haven't been together for even a year so mm-hmm. these are huge decisions that yes you may have when you're married but at the same time you don't necessarily have to be married to make these type of decisions because I know for my personal experience with my family members there's a lot of them that have been together for 15 years 16 years and they're not even married but they constantly like you're technically considered married but mm-hmm. I understand yeah. that they are at an early stage in their relationship but you're already making such huge decisions by asking him to move in and all these things so I think she's just conflicted one of the biggest things that Brie obviously notices is the fact that she's afraid of commitment um so Brian your thoughts on that and how she's kind of just afraid of thinking of the future and just taking it day by day in a way I feel like you always throw me the question about he shall not be named <laughs> or it's no it has nothing to do with that <laughs> it has it, yeah no honestly it doesn't and I just I like you said she's just trying to move forward and it's not him it's every relationship she had in the past you know Brie mentioned that yes. this episode that have you, she's just been burned mm-hmm. so often uh, not so often but so many times that she is scared to move forward and she's scared to make those decisions with men. So, you know, like you said, Ollie, she shouldn't be quick. And I keep saying this every single week. She shouldn't be quick to make decisions without, you know, consulting other people without thinking before she acts because she does things like this, you know, she's like, okay, I wanted to do it on my own. But Artem's like, did you think about how I felt 
of being in this relationship with you, being in this partnership with you. And you didn't even consider how I felt. You didn't consider yeah. me wanting a child. You didn't consider me wanting to go with you and be there in that process, you know? So I think that was definitely what she was dealing with. She wanted to do things on her own, but Artem was just, she, she didn't consider Artem's feeling in the process. Yeah, yeah there, there's sure. a fine, there's a balance between like, you can, you can make decisions on your own as an individual when you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. but like you should always have that person as a factor in those decisions. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, I feel like Nikki has been making these, the same kind of mistakes in the sense of like not being communicative with Artem and saying, Hey, this is like what I'm feeling. And even what I'm thinking, what she could have done is just gone back to him after this, uh, this doctor's appointment and said, Hey, here's my options. This is what the doctor said. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm thinking. This is what my, these are what my feelings are. This is what I'm leaning towards. It has nothing against you because what she's done previously in episodes we've seen is that she doesn't consider him at all. And so it makes yeah. him feel completely like not a factor in her future. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and yes, people have children when they're not married all the time and it, but you have to like factor each other in when you make that Mm -hmm. decision and um I just feel like it seems so like unfair for Artem to have this thing happen over and over again of him not being considered so I felt like it was it was I totally could see his perspective yeah for sure and I think honestly Emily from what you're saying it's just a matter of a lack of communication that we keep talking about we keep talking about it both Bella twins (laughs) have this issue the whole family the whole family they just need to talk to each other yeah (laughs) don't they have friday night dinners they need to just get it all out friday night Mm. dinners (laughs) yeah and it makes sense also ollie what do you think about when brie said you know you always have a margarita and then you're always talking to him oh when we get married so alcohol makes you say things (laughs) (laughs) so your thoughts on that i mean brie wasn't wrong let's face Mm -hmm. it if you drink alcohol but like i feel like Nikki deep downside she does want she obviously she wants to marry him but it's also just the fact of yeah you want to be married but you still have to make the decision of committing and having yeah. that engagement you know going you can through. want it but not be able to right going yes. through, going through with it it's like yes we are monogamous as going to be future husband and wife you're gonna be my fiance yada 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 this that's third so you know that alcohol definitely you know the Bellas love their wine yeah <laughs> does it so it's like Brie you're right but Nikki I feel you with with how you know the emotions come out with the alcohol so yeah Yeah. for sure but it just goes to show that Nikki does love Artem it's like girl you love this man it's like she she's in (laughs) denial it's like she doesn't she's like afraid that if she admits that like she really wants to go down this path and make this huge commitment that like mm-hmm. something's gonna go wrong or something's gonna go mm-hmm. bad or something will you know which I get there's like a fear like an insecurity there that like she's not addressing because mm-hmm. like yeah. all of this baggage from previous relationships and just like her childhood are all like like coming to a head yeah because all of these things that she's always wanted her whole life is now being presented to her and she yeah. doesn't know how to like deal with it Honestly, Very, I, think I won't say I'm in love from Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I, I do think it comes from her childhood. The fact that mm-hmm. she wasn't raised in a household where she's seen marriage. Her mom has been married. This is the third time her mom's being married. I don't even think it has to do a lot with her past relationships. Maybe one where she actually got married um, just because of mm-hmm. it, because 
if you guys read the book, it's really good. Um, she mentions that she's been married before, if you guys didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of just, just to do it because he, her ex-husband, I guess you can call him, um, was going to go into the military. And, you know, a lot of people do get married when they go into mm-hmm. the military. So she regrets that she literally did it in Vegas. So I think it comes from that. She's already done it once. It was a mistake. So she doesn't, she has this fear, I think, with the word marriage in general, because she's mm-hmm. never seen that as an example. I think the closest yeah. that she has is Brie, but they're obviously going through a rough path as well. And Brie and Nikki think completely differently. So I mm-hmm. honestly think it's because she's never seen anything like that. It does scare her because what if something happens? What if she gets divorced again in the I mean, future? But nothing's it's a guaranteed. Lot. Nothing's guaranteed. Like, even if you're with someone for 20 mm-hmm. years, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. So, like, she just has to take that plunge and just, like, go for it because life's too short. Yeah, yes. for sure. And honestly, at the end of the day, I feel like she's just hurting Artem more than she's really yeah. building the relationship. So I feel really bad for him because he always, he's the type of man that's putting her first for everything. And yeah. he is considers her for everything. Right now, he's going through a rough time, but he's there to take care of her. And for, you know how Nikki is, she does get needy sometimes. So <laughs> she's yeah. always there for him. So I just, I do feel bad because he's obviously thinking, you know, one of the things that he said that was really big to me was the fact that he told Brie, if she doesn't want to have kids, I think we're in the wrong relationship. And that's huge. So So, huge. mm -hmm. So I think one, she's not communicating at the right time. Like, come on, you're at a grocery store and you're really going to have this conversation. (laughs) That was the worst setting to have that conversation. You have it at home on the couch with some wine. Can you imagine the kids passing by in the snack aisle? They're like, oh, anyone's talking about the embryos? Can you tell me about that? (laughs) Yeah. Are you guys surprised, though? I want to go to you, um, Brian. Are you surprised the fact that Brie actually wasn't so involved in this process? Like, she normally is involved with, like, everything in Nikki's life. (laughs) It's actually, I'm surprised. And I'm also, I totally didn't even catch that. You know, it wasn't even... Uh, a big thing that I noticed in this episode but that's very true you know they do every single thing together and mm. for the fact that they didn't go to this this meeting with the doctor um this consultation would be a, a huge thing so it's interesting how she wasn't there I mean obviously maybe there was just scheduling conflicts she couldn't make it but um they are usually together at all times so I'm surprised to not see her there but I was happy to see Mama Bella because I just love her <laughs> want to see more of her <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I, it was interesting to me too. And I think she really, obviously Nikki, re- I mean, Brie realized that at the end, but it's also interesting so much that we learned about just the female body and how after 35, your chances are so slim. Emily, were you shocked to hear all that information? And- I was yelling at the television. Can I tell you? <laughs> because this is the stigma that yes. literally every female has heard <laughs> since they've turned a certain age that mm-hmm. like you literally won't be able to have kids after 35. And I literally was so frustrated because this, this doctor was like scaring yeah. Nikki mm-hmm. into like, Oh my God, like your, your life is going to end after 40 because <laughs> you can't have a child. And I like, there's so many other ways to have children. Um, and I get like the, the need to, to, to have your own. But I just felt like it was like an unnecessary, like a, like a little aggressive from the doctor, at least yeah. in my opinion. I felt like it was so like, like no wonder Nikki is feeling pressure because yeah, it felt yeah like it for sure, so, yeah. like in your face. Mm-hmm. I'm happy you brought that up because there are different ways. You can have like a surrogate. You can even yeah. adopt, which is always great. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's like I feel like that doctor like 
we shout out to our healthcare workers. Yeah, yeah. shout out, shout out, shout out. <laughs> Love you. And essential workers. But I, I do. Yeah, me. I, <laughs> yes. Y'all working your asses off. No, but like I, I just feel like sometimes that you do get that, whether it's from a doctor, you get kind of like that general, um, that general like explanation, like here's, this is what's going to happen to you. And it's yeah. like, everyone's like different. Like everyone's body's totally. different. Everyone has mm-hmm. a different, like every different genetics, different genetic mm-hmm. makeup and whatnot. So it, it, I get, I feel like what you said, Emily, it's kind of like, oh, that definitely did scare, yeah. uh, not Brie, uh, Nikki for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even, so yeah. I had to say, I played it back for, for my husband. I was like, hold on, you got to hear this. And so I played it back <laughs> and he was like, what is she saying? Like <laughs> from his perspective, he was like, that's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki, you're old. Yeah. You're old. <laughs> like, that's really unfair. Unfair to like put that amount of pressure right. on. Seriously. On, yeah. I think she was probably maybe the delivery and I totally caught that now that you said yes, that because it was very black and white. Like, yeah. you know, obviously, like, you know, people like that, especially like fertility doctors or OBGYNs are usually mm-hmm. very warm and like okay sister let me talk to you about this but she was like okay girl 35 40 yeah. it's over that's it goodbye Nicole get what she, like, say? she said you're playing with fire that's what yeah. she said you're playing with fire yeah, yeah. So the delivery was not the best I was like mm, okay maybe there should have been like okay here's two options and then here's additional options mm-hmm. of like how you can go about having kids and yeah. it just it, yeah it's just it was a little much for me but I get it's a it's a show they want to make it dramatic mm-hmm. no but I mean even as a doctor your name comes out and yeah if future <laughs> like um patients want to go to you I personally wouldn't want to go to a doctor that's going to be so firm like that with me I mm. like the ones that are more like calm and very like tell me my different options you know this and this and mm. that but I feel like she was kind of straight <laughs> to the point where you're like you better do it now or you're screwed. And yeah. I do not feel I hope, yeah. at all. I hope Becky's doctor isn't like that. that I, doctor will get on, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh my get goodness. one, Ollie. Get one. <laughs> and if you guys don't know who Becky is, we're talking about Becky Lynch, the former Raw Women's Champion who is now pregnant for those who don't watch wrestling because I know she's still my champion. With my <laughs> boyfriend, Seth my Rollins, champion. my husband. Goodbye. Yep. And Brian's baby daddy (laughs) but let's go ahead and talk about something serious this was towards the end of the episode honestly this episode was a little bit more chill was it was more of just literally the pool and then Mm -hmm. nikki freezing her eggs and not really thinking much about artem but artem poor artem he's really thinking about putting a ring on it yes so, who wants to go first on their <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> I want to go first and just talk about how, I, I don't know, I didn't think it felt rushed, but what I would say was it, it really, like, put me by surprise because I thought that this episode it was going to be, like, kind of like a setup, like, just plant the seed of, like, okay, maybe he's thinking about marriage. I didn't think mm-hmm. in the same episode they were going to go all the way to the jewelry store, you know? So yeah. that was definitely a huge step that I saw was, like, really big in this episode. So I'm assuming that in the next couple of episodes, you have quality prediction, but we're going to get more development of that whole process. But I just thought it was mm-hmm. crazy how they really just went for it right here after just bringing it up in the first place. But love it. So excited for them. We obviously know that it did happen and they are now engaged. So I'm so excited mm-hmm. for that. But mm-hmm. I want to actually see more of that, like how he got the ring, how he chose it, all that kind of drama. But love it. I'm so happy for yeah. them. <laughs> the price. Ollie, your thoughts on the prices on these diamonds? <laughs> Ooh, well, all I gotta say, you got 25 cents because I'm gonna get you from the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> Where's oh, that Cracker Jack box? I need oh, one from there. Yes. 
Maybe I'll spend a little bit more money. I'll get you like a ring pop. Don't yes. you know? Yes. <laughs> it's so hard because he's like, we see him like uh, Nikki's always talking about how he's going to LA for gigs and whatnot. So he doesn't have like a full time gig that which he obviously wants, you know, it's, it's like cool to kind of have those gigs and pick them up here and there, but uh, getting into relationship and wanting to purchase that engagement ring, it was really hard because I love that Bree said, you know, it's not all about the ring, but also Artem, deep down, he's even said it himself. He wants to buy that ring that Nikki's going to want. So yeah. I personally think like it's like a materialistic thing. Just get like a yeah. nice ring, you know, but it, yeah. it shows a lot that he really wants to get yeah. what Nikki wants. And Bree's just trying to help right. him out, even yeah. though, even though that's a little pricey. So it's just really it's too I, pricey. I'm like half a million dollars for a carrot. Yeah, <laughs> and then Bree said she wants five carrots. So you got to multiply by five. <laughs> okay, I gotta speak. I gotta, I gotta speak on this from someone from my perspective. Yes, I'm gonna do a little hot take here. Go. It doesn't matter about the ring. Like yes. I'm telling you, you can spend five million dollars on a ring, but if you don't have a good foundation in your relationship, if you're not honest with each other. There you go, girl. You're not ready to take that step. It doesn't matter how big your ring is. Speaking from a married woman, so she knows. (laughs) And like, like, just my my ring, just real quick, was made like in in your head. I get it. As a girl, you're always gonna dream of like a big ring or something, right? Something fancy. And like, what my husband did is he designed it from both his his mom's stones and his grandparents' stones. So he combined two of his families like jewelry and made a beautiful like it's one of a kind and it was it's one of those things that it means more to me to have that like family with me every day than it is to go to a store that is literally a marketing ploy in order to just like have a big you know a big diamond Mm -hmm. on your hand yeah for Um, sure Sorry, I ranted a little bit. Come but, on, um, Emily. I'm all for it. Like, I love beautiful jewelry, but you have to make sure that you're ready for that commitment because mm-hmm. in the end, it's about the two of you because it's the two of you against the whole world. Because yes. every night, you have to go home to that person. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. Yep. Guys, we can take notes. Exactly. Same. Amen. Amen. <laughs> the three of us all are sing- single yes. here. So we right. have and, to think about yeah. all these little details. Exactly. And there. it's my, my anniversary for my engagement this weekend. So oh. that's why it's like oh, on my mind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. Love it. Well, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I know. Like, preach. Like, I am excited yeah. to see her. I'm excited to see her get engaged because I love engagements. I love weddings. Mm-hmm. I think they're all beautiful. So yeah. like, I'm excited just, just, cause I feel like it's, it's a, it's a, you it's an out of body experience that mm-hmm. is so incredible and everyone should experience it one day. And I'm excited to see her see that happen for her. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Yes. I just think Brie, come on, sis. You took him to the wrong jewelry place. <laughs> <laughs> it's always sketchy when you have someone say, Hey, I know a guy. Like, that's <laughs> but a you know it's funny too, because Brie always brings up the whole like how Brian is a very minimalistic. So mm-hmm. I would assume that she would have taken him to somewhere like super low key. But I guess yes. she is thinking of Nikki because obviously we all know mm-hmm. Nikki. We know she loves her Louis Vuitton that yeah. was in the episode as well. So 
she was kind of, I guess, trying to meet him in the middle. Like, okay, I know somebody that'll kind of help you. That'll know what Nikki likes. And then when he heard those five G, five hundred G, almost a million too. Yeah, yeah, he literally almost fell out of his chair. I feel like yeah. he was sweating, and he asked for water, and like he got champagne. <laughs> that that, that, that makes it worse. <laughs> Oh Dude, goodness. also, I felt bad for him because I swear he looked pale. He like, did. You could just see his <laughs> eyes. I felt so bad. I was like, get out. Go to another place. <laughs> <laughs> but at least, like, the biggest takeaway is that he still went, you know? Yes. yes. Yeah. Why, maybe this why wasn't... Why, I can't talk right now. Maybe this is why Brie wasn't with Nikki. Maybe the, they were filming mm-hmm. with Artem, Brie, Brie and Artem. Yeah. But yeah. uh, or 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 Brie was too busy getting that that pool sign. I don't ah, know. The pool <laughs> but but like the biggest takeaway, he wants to eventually soon, you know, propose to her. So that just shows yeah. that he wants to be in a relationship. He wants to be fully committed to her. And I think he even said in like a confessional that he she is the end all. Like he, she is yes. the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and she, we, we all know she wants it too. She kept saying, We're not married. We're not married. We're not married. You know, a girl saying, Get me engaged. Let's get mm-hmm. married. Yeah. She's engaged in her heart. She's just not saying it out That's loud. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, to wrap it all up, we do have, you know, the sisters come back together. Brie does admit that she was being a little too much. And Nikki was like, Wow, it took a walkie talkie for you to confess mm-hmm. that. Ollie, your thoughts on the walkie talkie? You think it's going to mm-hmm. last? <laughs> <laughs> why can't they just text like mm-hmm. normal people facetime you know? come on mm-hmm. and this is coming from someone from the 90s a product of the 90s it's cute it's cute like i love i just love their dynamic i wish i lived next door to my sister my big sister like that's i think it's cute they're finding new ways to kind of like just have fun be be a kid they even were talking about in this yeah. episode of how like wow like we haven't lived this close to each other since we were kids yeah so. that's cool mm-hmm. it, it's it's like a breath of fresh air so it's fun to kind of do those younger things especially with brie because i know brie is yeah. stressed out this was definitely more of a nikki centered episode but mm-hmm. yeah brie, you know remember all the things that brie's going through with daniel bryant so it's in a way yeah. like it's it's mm-hmm. nice to see them having yeah. kind of like these these quirky like little instances yeah. with the walking yeah, yeah. For it's sure. nice to like have that support system like now they are mm-hmm. so close to each other and they can they can lean on each other even more which might cause some friction depending on how things unravel with like the 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 pregnancies and stuff but i feel like it's i feel like it's meant to be that they're next to next door to each other right now yeah for sure the twins are twins they're always going to do everything together and i love it i just really love it but i want to get your guys's opinion before you before we move on into the special segment i know we only have four episodes left do you guys feel do you enjoy this uh, these episodes with a little bit less drama or do you feel like they were giving us so much that now we're missing a little bit more Brian your thoughts no I mean I do I appreciate them because I feel like what they did with the last one was interesting I, I guess maybe like you said if they would have brought it back to more drama this week it would have been entertaining but mm-hmm. I love how they did last week with the kind of breakup of all that major like intense drama from the dad situation to you know Mama Bella and then they kind of brought us back to something more lighthearted, um still kind of like a conflict but more like lighthearted conflict so I do like how these are, they're a little bit mixed of like, you know, emotional, dramatic, entertaining. Mm-hmm. So I do like mm-hmm. it. Like I have to just say, this is one of the best seasons of Total Bellas, if not yes. the best. So good. And the best. in addition to all the drama, the entertainment, like it's a real look into their lives. Like it's the most authentic it's been. Like since that first really scary season mm-hmm. of being in John Cena's house. Oh my God, I said his name. <laughs> um, but you know, so like, it's like really, I love how real it is. I love how they just share so much. They open up their lives truly to their fans and 
I, I just love them. I love them so much, honestly. <laughs> I know. Same. Now, Emily, let's go ahead yeah. and move on into our special segment, Match of the Week. Awesome. So we're going to talk about two matches of the week because I feel like they are important to talk about. We're going to talk about Poolgate. All right. <laughs> we have Nikki. Come on, Poolgate match. <laughs> versus Brie it is an epic underwater match no I'm just kidding it's a a baby bowl match or a pudding match it is you have Brie that is trying to get Nikki to install this pool gate and there is so much like so much drama she even goes to the pool store she's kind of like forcing her to do this and in the end Nikki kind of caves and there's a compromise of like doing a temporary gate with a cover how do you guys feel about this? Who do you think was in the right? Who was in the wrong? We'll start with you, Brian. Uh, gosh, I said it before. Like, I, I actually, in the last couple of episodes in our matches of the week, I've been giving Brie credit. Like, okay, she apologized. It's fine. I'll be on her side. Mm. This time, no, girl. <laughs> the, boundaries, <laughs> the boundaries were not existed. She was wrong from the beginning to end. I mean, thankfully, she apologized to mitigate the situation. But she was just so wrong for stepping over that line, inserting herself into Nikki's business, into her brand new house. I'm like, Brie, girl, really? Was that all so wrong. necessary? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. I'll make you one. Yeah. Well, Man, I came in, to, I'm going to shock you guys. I came into this Ooh. saying I, would, I was team Nikki. However, this is my theory. Stick with me. I think <laughs> we have a Raven Simone uh, vision moment. And she's like, oh, Nikki's going to be having a baby. So this after show, Brie had a vision. And she's like trying to say, oh, it's birdie. It's birdie. It's birdie you have to worry about. No, Brie had a vision. So I'm yes. team Brie because... Nikki is eventually pregnant, so she's gonna need the gate. So oh, that is like the reach of the century. Just a theory. Just that a might theory. be a stretch. Leslie, what do you think? Is it Nikki, Brie? Who's in the right right now? Who's gonna get thrown in the pool? <laughs> Over or through the gate? I have to give it to Nikki for this one because she was being more reasonable and she actually didn't freak out like I thought she was going to. She was more calm about it. So props to you, Nikki. You handled the situation very well. I got to give it to her. Yes, I'm going to go with Nikki as well. I feel like she was super calm about it. She didn't like throw a fit. Uh, She talked it out uh, and Brie was out of line. Done. Mm -hmm. My gavel. Yeah, I'm gone. I've gone to great lengths to justify Nikki's <laughs> actions, but what she just did there was huge lengths. Like, <laughs> all right, and then oh, worry, no, I got I got your back free, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Second match of this episode that I want to talk about is Artem and Nikki. So you have Nikki that made this really big decision. I know this really big decision. I feel like they had a little bit of a fight in this episode. You know, Artem felt really hurt about her decision of really it was more about of him not being included and there was a lot of emotions going around so Leslie I want to hear your take on kind of whose side are you on right now oh this is hard because I don't know how I would deal with the situation if I was put in that you know situation myself because I understand Nikki's perspective on it's my body I should do what I want Mm -hmm. but at the same time He's really, he really loves her. He's done so much for her. I do feel like she was being a little bit selfish in the sense that she was only thinking about herself. I wanted her to have that conversation before. At least be like, hey, I'm going to go to the doctor to figure some stuff out. I'll talk up to you about it once I have the information and then we'll go from there. And he even mentioned it. Have I ever 
forced you to do something that you don't want to do. So I had to give it to Arden for that because he really justified everything that he was thinking. And yes, even if Nikki would have disagreed and moved on with freezing her eggs without his sperm, then I think it would have been fine. He would have completely, you know, agreed with it. At the end of the day, it is her body and he is not going to force her to do anything that she doesn't want to do. Totally. Mm -hmm. uh, Bryant, what do you think? So I think that, you know, Artem was having a Raven Baxter moment. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I totally agree with Artem. Nikki was also very, very, not, I don't want to say in the wrong, but I think that she could have handled the situation better. Um, 100% agree with you. Like you said, Leslie, she totally has every right to choose whatever she wants about her body, but all she had to do was talk to Artem about it and it would have, the situation could have been completely avoided. So give it to Artem on this one. I love how he handled it. I love how he explained everything. And of course, you know, he's like, I'll never force you to do anything. Like he just loves her guys. He's so understanding. (laughs) Yeah. He's so understanding. He's so compassionate. He always wants to talk to her. He just Mm. wants to be in the room with her and be like, Hey, I'm here for you, which is a really wonderful trait to have in a partner. Uh, Ollie, do you have anything else different than what these guys Yes, I am the <laughs> heel of this panel today. Yes, I know. I mean, maybe Nikki should have said, like, yes, like I'm going to this doctor, open up first. But Artem Boo, come on. Just in, just get engaged already. Cut the question. <laughs> this is your fault. This is your fault. We wouldn't be having this another a year. I don't oh. care anymore. Oh, just give it a couple months. Don't I worry. Do months. They're just like overall yes like we keep bringing up like it, it is really quickly but they just seem like so in love but yet yeah. there is like the disconnect like mm-hmm. Artem's afraid to pop the they question to figure out yeah and then Nikki's mm-hmm. afraid to open up so I'm just like Artem you know what to do if you just yeah. pop that question communication mm-hmm. will just like run rampant so yeah I'm team so, Nikki, <laughs> uh, team Nikki. Yeah. all right so I'm, yes. I have to say that's kind of like uh, I, I was thinking about this a lot and I feel like there's a compromise that could have been made I feel mm-hmm. like yep. Nikki, Nikki could have gone to Artem and said, hey, this is what's going to happen. These are my options. And what she could have done is done both. She could have done her eggs and she could have done her the embryos oh. and done both. So you get the boat, the best of both worlds where mm-hmm. she can do it on her own or uh, not have to, like, if it doesn't work out with Artem, she could have done it separately. So that was kind of like my, my take on it. Um, and that's like our matches of the week. Yes. Thank yes. you all. Yeah, and thank you guys for always turning, tuning in every week. We really appreciate you guys for being so loyal to us, for always leaving us the best comments. Make sure to like, subscribe, and let us know what you guys thought about this whole situation. And now let's move forward with our prediction. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh. All righty. Let's go ahead and start with you, Ollie. Your <gasps> thoughts on next week since you are a psychic this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Breeze the psychic, remember? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I did watch the preview this time, and then it apparently Artem bought a ring. But I'm like, what? I'm like, there's no way he bought like the 500 no. million. No, mm-hmm. like, no, I he went somewhere I, else. Yeah, he had to. So, but honestly, I think overall, as we talked about in this after show, I think, I think Nikki doesn't really care about the ring. I think Brie may think that, and maybe Nikki at one time did want like mm-hmm. a very like extravagant mm-hmm. ring. But mm-hmm. I think honestly, she just wants that question from Artem. So I think she's yeah. gonna be happy with whatever ring uh, Artem gets her. So that's my yeah. prediction. Yeah. Oh my god! But, but then the whole thing with Daniel Bryan, I'm just remembering that was scary. 
I'm like, yes. is he possessed? I know <laughs> that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. Ah. Oh my god. It was scary. I'm fr- I'm freaked out so for he, next they week. went yeah, they went it's probably a uh he cuz you you hallucinate when you go mm. through that type of like ceremony and, mm-hmm. and cuz you're sweating and you're like in a state of a different state and so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see why they Emily. went there and Oh go. sorry, I don't yeah. mean the, No, go yeah. ahead. Go. Um no, I I I feel like that was such an opposite moment in that preview. I I feel like yes, we're going to see this really great engagement. Nikki is going to be happy with whatever ring she gets. Um it's going to be awesome. There's going to be a, a pregnancy gender reveal down the line, mm-hmm. you know, and then we're going to like I feel like Brie and 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 Daniel Bryan are trying to figure out how to reconnect. And so this mm-hmm. is kind of one of their ways to do that to heal themselves heal each other and yeah it's going to be uh, I think there's going to be some new information coming out of that moment yeah Brian your thoughts so I have two things so I think I don't know if I'm just like reaching here but what I think with Artem and Nikki I think Artem hasn't even broached the topic because I feel like he's so like he cares so much about her. He doesn't even want to broach the topic because I feel like he thinks she's still healing. So I feel like what he's going to do in this next couple of episodes is, is introduce it. Be like, so, you know, we haven't talked about marriage yet. So I feel like that's what mm. we're going to see. And it's crazy that Emily, you brought that up about the whole like really meaningful ring because I actually think that's what he did. So I yeah. think that he might've not done like, you know, a really extravagant ring. He did something really, really meaningful. Like we're going to hear the explanation of what the story means mm-hmm. to him, how they got together, all this kind of stuff. Because I've been thinking back from that time and, you know, I, like I mentioned, they they have announced their pregnancy, they have announced the engagement, but what I haven't seen in any of like their interviews or anything like that was actually the story behind the ring, which mm-hmm. she did with her last engagement. Mm-hmm. So I do want to hear that. I think that might be something they say for Total Bellas, which I would love to hear. I think that'd be so special for them to talk about because like I said, I just, I think he loves her so much and I can't wait to hear, you know, the story behind it, what inspired him and like how much he loves her. So yeah, just, I love Nardem, yeah. love them. Yeah. And I feel like the <laughs> ring is going to be, I feel like it's a different partner. It's a different moment for her right mm-hmm. now, a different chapter. I feel like it's going to be different than anything we've, yeah. uh, we've seen. We could have even, yeah. yeah. Or anything and, and, I think we are even thinking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But my prediction is pretty much, I'm actually, even though all of you thought it was a little creepy, I'm really interested to see like this healing, everything that they're going to do, because I love like, I don't know, all the spiritual stuff. So yeah. I think it's going to be really cool. Maybe they're going to have some, I don't know, some, <laughs> I don't know, some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, it, it's, it's looks like they're going to have a breakthrough. They're going to like yeah. have mm-hmm. some connection to the spirit world and earth and like, it's all interconnected. Yeah. And so it's going to be cool to see how that helps them. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And today is actually Daniel Bryan's birthday. So I want to give yes! a huge shout out yes! to Daniel Bryan. Happy birthday from the Total Bellas after show. We love you. We love seeing you. And we love that you love the earth. So Earth Day number oh two. Is his yes. For sure. And now that is it for this week's episode. Can't wait to see what next week brings us because I think we're finally going to get back to these huge moments that we've been wanting to see. So make sure you tune in next week at the same time. Emily May, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on all social media platforms at Emily May Heller. You can catch me uh, Women's Wrestling Weekly on Wednesday afternoons and then covering NXT on Wednesday evenings. Yeah. Ollie, where can the people find you? Hey guys, it's Ollie. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ollie Dreamer. And Bryant? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at the Brian Santos. And catch me on AfterBuzz TV's Quarantine with the Stars.
Love it. And I am now part of the Monday Night Raw after show. So make sure you guys check me out on Mondays, talking all about wrestling in English, not in Spanish right now, in English. So we can actually go ahead and talk about that with the guys, Flobo and Jack. So make sure you tune in on Mondays. Obviously, I'm here talking about Total Bellas, and we will see you next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.